Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, how real estate managers are addressing COVID-19. Our topic today is medical office buildings. I'm here with Dave Domris, CPM, CCIM, and Vice President of Construction and Project Management for Physicians Realty Trust. Dave, can you tell us a little bit about the medical office building landscape and how it's changed over time? As the baby boom bubble continues to mature and we have more and more people retiring and needing health care on an introductory and advanced level, the medical office building landscape is growing in many ways. Healthcare is becoming a more neighborhood-focused opportunity for patients to stop by, pick up groceries, go to the clothing store, do a few errands, and also see their physicians. We're also seeing an advancement in the medical office building landscape from the perspective of telemedicine. As technology and physician practices have adapted to busier, busier schedules, a broader range of population, we're seeing telemedicine play an integral part of helping people understand their medical needs and requirements and getting them to go to the right building and the right physician and the right practice at the right time. So Dave, what are medical office building owners and managers having to do differently at this time? Today we're seeing a very heightened uh, focus in communication, making sure that we understand what our physician partners are looking for in terms of building operations, and that is a full support spectrum. That starts with the custodial crews, the janitorial crews that come in daily and nightly to make sure that these buildings are being maintained at the highest level that they possibly can. It's also an education process. We're learning every day what those requirements are to stay ahead of the varying issues and concerns that are facing people with COVID-19, the products, the supply distribution, in some cases, the prioritization and allocation of those supplies to those buildings and practices that need them the most. We really are helping everyone that we can to support their ongoing extraordinary effort to bring health care to the, to the community that where that particular medical office building and clinic is, is located. And these time frames have also extended themselves. Crews that would work just in the evenings now are extending those to late evenings when buildings may become just a little bit quieter from you know, new patients and follow-up patients coming into them. We're seeing conversion of spaces that may have had one medical use to another medical use to support uh, treatment to, for patients. So everyone is just doing an incredible job of adapting, being creative. But their overlying tone here is also to be safe. Uh, we are, we're, everyone is being encouraged and continually reminded, you need to stay safe, your family needs to stay, stay safe, and so that we can all be here for each other to make sure we bring forth the best possible place we can to help doctors, nurses, medical practitioners treat the, the patients who are in need. What advice would you have for other medical office building managers or just real estate managers in general right now? Well, there's a few items that I would, that would be on that list. First, you need to think about um, your own well-being. You need to be safe. You need to take all of the social distancing um, 
requirements and notifications and encouragement that we've all been receiving. That is a key component because you have to, as a as a manager, stay safe because you need to be there to support your team and your and the tenants that are that are in your your buildings. The second component of that is that many of us are now practicing social distancing and are remotely operating, so we don't have that day-to-day -day contact. We are a profession of, of, of communication, and that communication for us is face-to-face, face-to-building, so we're always getting a good pulse on what's going on in these buildings. It's very difficult in, in an environment where we're being told in many cases, and if not told, highly encouraged to stay in a safe place and do your best that you can from a remote location. So you have to be creative. One example is uh, we are seeing uh, remote communication inspections. So people that are on the front line are calling property managers and they're using any number of these Zoom type products or FaceTime type products where someone is walking around the building so that the property manager is able to get a little bit of a sense on the current operations. You have to really be creative and flexible and be willing to maybe do things a little bit differently than you have ever done them before. Third item on that list would be tracking data. In times when we can't go physically view a property or physically see a tenant or a primary contact, we have to supplement that understanding and ability to plan and be strategic by collecting the data that's coming in from many, many sources. And that in includes trends of new cases, trends of how this curve, we've, we've heard it over in, in the news many, many times, how is that curve flattening so that we can anticipate that. The next one is start to really plan for the next step. Or if you're in a location where that surge has not peaked, we are starting to plan what is the next step. The recovery period will come. We hope it all comes uh, as early as it possibly can. But after that, we have now have buildings that have had areas where they've been perhaps put silent for a while. What happens when those buildings now become fully active? And do we have the respective teams to do that? With the number of you know, short furloughs and deferments that are occurring, Will our janitorial service crews be able to return to work in full force? Will we have the supplies? Will all of the trades that we rely upon heavily for building operations, the mechanical plumbers, electricians, maintenance technicians, will those folks all be ready to come back to work full time? And what, what sort of issues and concerns with the buildings and the tenants will they have because we're now going from a building that may have been multi-use to limited use and focused use back to multi-use. Will everything be able to coordinate? So we're starting to see our industry think about how do we successfully ramp back up to full building operation in a, in a, in a, careful, in a careful, thoughtful manner so that we don't have any interruptions in what really is our core as owners and managers of real estate, and that's to provide the best possible environment we can for our tenants' uh, potential to have the greatest success. Thank you so much for your time, Dave. 
please continue to visit iRoam.org, where you'll find our page dedicated to providing updates and resources to support real estate managers in making informed decisions during this time. That's irem.org.